Hello there, you're listening to Art Spin on Sin Nation with myself, Christian, this afternoon. And I'm very happy to be here with Maddie Stutchbury, a uh, artist, writer, uh, journalist, broadcaster, many, many things really, who's here to talk to us about uh, her new series, Born to Die. So welcome back to Art Spin, and I guess I'll say Maddie, since you're no stranger to this show at all. Um, yes, yeah, thank indeed. you. Yeah, that's th- good to be back. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us today. So, can you just, uh, I guess, tell us a, a bit about "Born to Die" and, and really um, what the title means as well? I suppose, or to yeah, you? Yeah, sure, sure. So, the series "Born to Die" it's a ten-part segment series that um, was made in association with Sin, with the Student News Network, and with the Community Radio Network of Australia. Basically, you could pick, you know, any sort of topic you wanted and explore it over ten episodes. I've been thinking. <laughs> this is really weird. I've been thinking a lot about death. But not in a creepy way. I'm kind of really interested in, in nihilism as like a concept and almost like a lifestyle, if that makes sense. Mm. And um, I just sort of thought the best way for me as, you know, a journalist and a radio maker and, and just as a curious person was to explore the topic through a radio piece. And Born to Die is actually the title of a um, Alana Del Rey song, which I really like. It's sort of stemmed from a joke. A friend of mine started calling me Madeline Del Rey because I only would ever talk about death. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was getting a little bit creepy. So when it came for me to sort of pitch my idea, Born to Die felt like an appropriate title. Oh, okay. I, did, I didn't connect it with the Lala Del Rey song. But yeah, because I, I think the first thing I thought of was, you know, this idea of being born to die also kind of implies that that's the purpose, I guess, of, of being born. Well, it worked really yeah. well in that way. It was, yeah. um, it's like it set, does what it says on the tin. So yeah. um, I think the concept of the whole piece is that for me personally, like, you know, we, we all die. I don't think that's morbid. I think it's just a really sort of sobering fact of life. And it sort of ties in with like the nihilistic viewpoint that everything's a little bit pointless because of that fact and I wanted to well for my own personal sake I wanted to explore how that's not necessarily always a bad thing but then I realized you know there's so many different people with different beliefs religions philosophies or or no beliefs that you know people with different life experiences you know perceptions of death and the way they deal with grieving and how that influences not just your approach and your attitude to death and dying but also then how that impacts on your life as a whole. Mm, yeah, because um, of, of course we've also released a, a five-minute segment on CRN kind of introducing the, um, mm. the series to come. And, and in that you were talking about, well, we're already talking about uh, this being a certainty and you used the word pointless there. But, well, you, you talked about it as being, I guess, quite comforting, not pointless in a bad way, but pointless in kind of a... You, you were using the example, I think, of, you know, paying bills uh, kind of made you stress yeah. less when you realise that you know, everyone involved in this transaction would at a certain point be gone mm. and the world will keep turning. That's exactly it. Like, I think for me, like, my own personal philosophy, which sort of remained unchanged throughout the doco series, and, like, you know, I can say it once a day, oh, well, it doesn't matter, we're all going to die. Like, I sort of mostly say it to joke about, but also, uh, like, it kind of is, it's true. Like, I think, and it sort of, sometimes it depresses me and sometimes it enlightens me because it's like, everything in a way is kind of pointless because, yes, we all die in one day, regardless of how successful or how unsuccessful you are in whatever field of life, um, you know, we all end up sort of in the same situation. But then in, in another way, that's kind of a, a motivator. It's like, yeah, we all, we all are equal in that way and we all are kind of equally as pointless in the grand scheme of things in that way. So why not go and make the thing and be in the band and explore that country and study that? You know, I think it works as both a motivator and also sometimes it freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Do, do you think that's maybe a thing that a lot of people you know, maybe don't necessarily understand or think of when it comes to the concept of nihilism, that it's not necessarily... Yeah, like, a lot of people tend to think it kind of takes away your motivation rather than mm. like, just giving you a motivation. I'd agree with that. I think, like, I, I know that I definitely sort of align myself, uh, you know, nihilistically, but also, you know, like, there's some hardcore sort of nihilists who are very... For them, it triggers, like, a pessimism. Like, they're very, like, well, nothing is valid because it all ends the same and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. But I sort of... I personally see it as a bit more of a motivator motivator and also like it's quite like optimistic for me i'm like oh you know it helps me if i'm stressing about something or getting worried or anxious about something i'm like well why you know is this really valid in the grand scheme of things and it kind of grounds me in that way there's also like there's also like an element of it where it kind of freaks me out a little bit like i do have a little bit of a, a fear of the unknown about what happens after death and so i thought well instead of just suppressing that fear i thought i'd try to be a good journalist and, and maybe delve further into it oh yeah because um i think towards the end of the, the segment you've recently released you were saying that you know um you're not coming to this as uh, an especially religious person but not as an atheist either as a journalist <laughs> so it was that an important thing for you to well basically to be open-minded about this either way yeah exactly i think my personal viewpoint is that I don't really know. I don't. I don't feel like I have the authority as a human being or whatever to say definitively that anything does or does not happen after we die. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll I'll ask people who do. You know, I think a lot of people do have a definitive idea of what they think happens after death. And so I thought, well, you know, let's talk about it. You know, tell me more about it. And you know, not try and convince me, but. I want to hear what you've got to say. So in that way, it was um, it was an interesting journey. Mm. Also, also a rather, um, I guess, like a little bit of an out there question here now, but mm. thinking of the fact that, you know, obviously death is a very difficult, you know, it's a tragedy, it's a very difficult thing It's it's mm. um, for many people. But unlike, I guess, other kind of something that could be you know, a piece of strong, heavy content, I can't really think of a single genre or style of storytelling where death has not been explored really, really well, unlike some of the other, you know, tragic and, uh, and distressing things that can happen mm. in, a person's, <laughs> in a person's life or in a person's death. Um, yeah. don't know if you've noticed the same thing. But, yeah, I guess why do you think that might be, that death kind of has this, uh, I guess it is a, vers- or a versatile or kind of conducive to all these different creative forms? Yeah, I think it's... And, like, I, in one of the episodes, I focus purely on, like, literature and, like, pop mm. culture and have received in different ways across the centuries. And it's because I think it's, like, one of those things, like, you know, love and friendship. Death is one of those factors that affects and appears in everybody's life. And I don't know, like, for me, I found that, like, talking about it more and making a radio piece about it was my way of trying to digest it. And, like, you know, some, you know Shakespeare wrote amazing pieces and had death featured heavily in his work. You know, he could have easily... You know, when, and at the period of time he was working in, you know, it, death was a bit more prevalent and people died at younger and, you know, it could easily be a bit more taboo and terrifying, but he chose to, like, tackle it head on. And I think you can either hide away from something where you can sort of face it and try to digest it in some way. And that's what I've tried to do. Just And also just my own selfish reasons. I wanted to find out more and see, you know, maybe is there one definitive answer or does everybody have a different opinion? Hmm. And um, I think one one last question. Uh, what, how would you say, is there a way maybe that um, radio, I guess, is, at least for you, I guess, like uniquely suited as a form to kind of exploring this, at least mm. yeah, for you personally? Yeah, I think it was, I just like the idea of, um, like there have been a few, you know, documentaries and pieces. I think Billy Connolly made a really cool um, TV show about death and dying, but his was more like an, um, about people's approaches to dying and like, and leading up to death. I chose to tackle it in radio because I thought it was a really interesting and rich way to talk about it. It's quite a, it's a simple but 
complex topic and radio, I think, can be a simple and complex medium. So I thought they were equally suited for each other and um, it let me, you know, just put a tape recorder down in front of someone and start talking to them and soon they forget about the tape recorder and they just start giving you this, you know, amazing story about their perception of death or their experience or their religion. I think it's quite intimate. It's an intimate medium for an intimate concept and story. It's hmm, very interesting. Um, well, yes, thank you so much for joining us today, Maddie. Uh, there thank you so that? much. Yeah, a pleasure. Um, yeah, were there any other things you wanted to say about Born to Die and, and your work in general? I think Born to Die is the most interesting thing I've done lately. <laughs> Sorry, really noteworthy thing we're talking about. Um, you can, if you want to listen to it, it's available on the Community Radio Network SoundCloud. And yeah, listen to it. It'd be great if people <laughs> let me know what they think. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, yeah, certainly I'm, I'm very curious to hear the rest of it. So, um, yeah, thanks so much for uh, joining us today, Maddie. And, yeah, hope people respond. Uh, well, hope it was successful for you and other people respond to the series well. And, um, yeah, best of luck for everything in the future. Thank you. And I also just want to um, take the quick opportunity to thank everybody at Sin for helping with the production of the series. They were amazing. Oh, of course. Oh, yes. Thanks, Maddie. Thank you. <laughs>